I understand uh, we have Roger Stone, and he was with the president last night. Uh, Roger, what the heck is going on? I mean, this is crazy what's going on. Well, John, I'm a little weary because uh, I left the president's table at about 1230 a.m. Uh, I, I have the pictures. Sergio Sir, already sent me the pictures. Yeah, that we have proof. <laughs> It, it was a great night. I must tell you, the president is was in a very upbeat, optimistic. I mean, look, he, is he uh, is he not happy about uh, this political witch hunt in New York City? Absolutely. But this reporters keep trying to tell me, well, you're talking to him, right? He's he's furious. He's hysterical. He's unhinged. No, that's none of that's true. He was in a great mood last night. Uh, and what was really interesting is the energy last night was so completely different than the energy of his announcement just a few months ago. I mean, I, I thought the announcement was fine, but it was, you know, overall it was a little flat. People saw the, the uphill climb. Last night was electric. I mean, the, uh, the crowd was energized. He was energized. Uh, his entire America First movement has gotten an enormous shot in the arm. Uh, it, was, it was really a historic evening. I was honored to be there. And, you know, Roger, I heard um, some numbers uh, that he has raised $10 million since the indictment came down. People are galvanizing. And, and some of them, it's like a quarter of them are first-time donors. That is huge. Yeah, it's really a shame that they decided not to go with a mugshot because they could have put that on the side of a coffee cup and it would have been $12 million by now. It would have been I mean, $20 million <laughs> with that kind of a mugshot. Uh, you know, he was just he was in an amazingly uh, good mood. I mean, look, until you have been, you know, in that crossfire and I have uh, unless you've been in the, in the eye of that storm, you really cannot appreciate how it feels. But I also think there was in a weird way some sense of relief because the charges now can actually be seen. Prior to this, we we're being forced to react to leaks. So uh, it's just beyond belief to me that Mike Isikoff, the exact same reporter who the FBI gave the Steele dossier to and whose story, written story, the DOJ then used to, to justify the totally phony FISA warrants to spy on Donald Trump's campaign, that's the same reporter that they chose to leak the 34-count uh, indictment to. And by the, by the way, Roger, you, and Roger, you know that that is a felony. Um, and that's actually a bigger felony than what President Trump is charged with. And they're never going to go after the leaker of that information, Judge. It's, Roger, it's absolutely horrifying that you had the leaks from the grand jury. That's a felony under New York law. Where's the investigation of that? How do they know it was 34 counts? How do they know the substance of the of the charges? All of that should be kept confidential and secret, and there needs to be an investigation of that leak. It is outrageous. Where is justice in America? Where is justice, Roger? Well, we both know that, that nobody in Alvin Bragg's office will be prosecuted for that. Uh, and the journalist who accepted it, he's, he's also party to the Class E felony, but he won't be prosecuted either because the only journalist we prosecute is Julian Assange. Uh, and the reason they prosecute him is because he publishes information embarrassing to the people who lead this country. Uh, it is uh, it's a sad, very sad state of affairs. It, it's outrageous. For two days, we were forced to talk about a document we hadn't even read. We couldn't even see. Uh, and Donald Trump gets no 
formal notification from Alvin Bragg uh, about the he, he, his lawyers saw the the actual indictment after everybody. Right. And by the way, you know, don't you think this is something uh, I mean, everybody, Republicans, Democrats, Americans really need to come together and say equal justice for everybody. Nobody's, of course, above the law, but nobody should be below the law. Uh, It just seems extraordinary to me today. Yet, given everything we know that Donald Trump is being prosecuted but Hunter Biden is not being prosecuted. I'm sorry. I just don't understand that. It, it is. Uh, this is not good for our country. This tit for tat thing, if it even begins. Uh, so hold on. Hold on, Roger. Is somebody calling in on. What is he saying? I'm as mad as hell. And I'm not going to take this anymore. <laughs> All right. Go on, Roger. <laughs> I think that's how most Americans feel today. <laughs> Roger. Uh, uh, I, I really think that's true. I mean, look, what happens if tomorrow. A bunch of Republican county prosecutors go out and start looking for crimes that they can prosecute the Bidens for or the Clintons for. This is not good for our country. Uh, we have we're facing so many problems, but uh, this is, I think, uh, a naked recognition that the two-party duopoly and the establishment in Washington, our national security apparatus, the intelligence. These people fear Donald Trump because he's a change agent because he will change the current trajectory of the country. Uh, And uh, he's targeted now simply because he's drawn a line in the sand. And justice needs to be fair for everybody, 1,000%. And I want Bragg focused on the real criminals out there. I mean, there's a lot of them in New York. Well, we're coming to the end of our show. Roger, thank you for coming on. Keep keep, uh, seeking the truth.